Was it the Cape Drive time? Welcome back uh, to the show. 0829-913-913 is the WhatsApp line. What do you think of an intensified lockdown over the Easter weekend to prevent these super spreading events? This person says, yes, I agree with the lockdown for the Easter weekend. And there have been one or two other WhatsApps also agreeing with the idea. And I'll read them as uh, the show progresses. In my hand, I've got a book entitled The Secret of the Prayer. The author is Yasmin Khan, and uh, she has uh, authored quite a few titles. Experience the Flow, Behind Closed Doors, Enter the Flow of Ramadan, uh, and uh, Secrets of the Prayer, which is her latest publication. Uh, Yasmin, assalamu alaikum. Welcome to the airwaves. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, shafiq, and assalamu alaikum to the listeners. Yeah, what is interesting about this book is that you've um, had a look at the nuts and bolts of the Salah, the five daily prayers, and looked into some of its uh, inner dimensions, as it were, in a very easy-to-read, easy-to-handle uh, publication, which is entitled The Secret of the Prayer. And uh, one of the, the things that you mentioned here, sort of right at the beginning, is uh, that the prayer is a gift. That's an interesting way of looking at it, isn't it? It is indeed an interesting way of looking at it. And I uh, heard this when I listened to a lecture on the works of Imam al-Ghazali. And he said that the five daily prayers were given to none of the other prophets except our own Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And that uh, we often consider it a burden because we have to stop doing what we're doing in order to perform the prayer. Mm. And he suggests that we should look at it as a gift. So this intrigued me and this led to my further research and I realized that it is indeed a gift. And um, whatever Allah commands us to do has benefits for us um, besides the spiritual benefits and the obedience of of uh, doing what Allah tells us to do, but it's got numerous benefits. So uh, this is what what I explore uh, in the book. Uh, I also needed to join me on the journey in exploring the the wonders and the mysteries of the prayer. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's amazing that the the salah has so many dynamic dimensions that's the only way i can put it um it goes deep 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 uh, spiritually but even <clears throat> at a basic physical level there's just so many wonders and uh, in 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 this in a part of the book you talk about the wonders of wudu and what is amazing apart from the fact that rasulullah said it's like um bathing what would happen if you bathed in a river five times a day just in terms of purity but then you go on to talk about other wonders of wudu which is quite amazing the health benefits it stimulates biological rhythms it uh, helps with pituitary glands it does so much just taking plain simple wudu Yes, and um, we we take it so for granted. It's almost as if we go to the bathroom, and uh, it's just a matter of making the niyyah, 
and doing the motions and we're not really fully cognizant of what we're doing to our bodies. Um, as you mentioned, the, the, the stimulating the biological rhythms and um, it's just it's just very awesome. I, I, don't, I find it very awesome. <coughs> no, it absolutely so. is. I mean, apart from the fact that ablution or what do uh, gets pollutants off our skin and obviously we when we go outside, the air isn't as clean as, as what it used to be, but it affects um, so many other um, parts of the human body. It's so integrated. Um, you wash your face, your hands, etc., etc., but every part of the body that is being washed with, with clean, fresh water, something happens to that part of the body in preparation for Salah. It's amazing that if one performs just wudu correctly, what station one puts oneself into if one is just aware of it? Yes, this is this is this is the one thing that that struck me the most. That, and it is no wonder that um, we are advised to be in a constant state of wudu. <clears throat> and um, I remember a friend of mine. Um, we would uh, say we would sit together and we would perform wudu and have make the dua salah and then we would continue talking until it becomes utter and then most of us would still have wudu but she would get up and she said now I need to go take wudu again um, and I could never understand uh, uh, initially uh, because she said to me that her mother taught them that, that they must refresh their wudu and uh, when you consider what it does as uh, you've just mentioned now <coughs> Then one sees the the, the benefit of it and, uh, and uh, well the wonder of it that you're actually going for the second time and especially in winter we try to keep our do as long as possible. I mean I think we, all of us are guilty of that in some way or other because the the water is cold. But I feel that um, the cold water kickstarts your circulation. Mm-hmm. Always at me when I say that, you know that, uh, but it does because the sudden shock to your body it, it gets your blood flowing a little bit faster, especially in winter when it's a little bit sluggish. No, absolutely, and of course there is also um, a hadith which states that a true believer um, on on the day of judgment, yom al qiyamah, yom al hisab, etc will be recognized by the fact that the parts of the body that they took wudu with will be shining. Um, yes. And th- that is really absolutely uh, um, amazing when you, when you hear uh, a hadith, which is pretty sound, describing that. Then, of course, yes. I mean, you know, once one has purified one's body uh, inwardly and outwardly, just the movements of the salah, the physical benefits of the salah, even before we get into the spiritual aspects, are also quite amazing, aren't they? Yes, you know, now now that picture actually I uh, I placed in the book, but I actually wrote an article about it uh, some years ago, and I actually conducted workshops on it. Mm. Uh, but the, the physical benefits uh, of, of the movement, and um, people often say that, you know, uh, performing the salah is just a ritual, a set of ritual movements, and some people even say it's, up and down and kiss the ground, but I mean, even the fact that you stand upright mm. uh, with your feet firmly grounded, I mean, even that has got an effect on your spine. So um, it's actually, if you consider that um, the word ritual 
if you if we must understand that a ritual is in the word spiritual, it just means you need to only add three letters to SPI to ritual and it becomes spiritual. So, um, and besides that, the body needs the rituals because uh, uh, according to, to, to medical science that um, if we make repeated movements, it, it makes like a crack in our body, you know, and but there's also the fact that when we stand and perform salah and doing these movements, all over the world, the people are doing it in exactly the same way. And we also, we connected to those who came before us from the time of Nabi Muhammad Sahaba. And that gives us a sense of unity that we belong to one body as, as, as um, you know, Islam is one body. So uh, we don't, we should really not take it very lightly and, um, call it just a matter of up and down or as some people would say I'm quickly going to make finish Absolutely and of course an interesting thing about the Salah is that I was talking to somebody who unfortunately uh, contracted COVID-19 and they actually told me that when they were in their sujood that was when they could breathe properly in their Salah. Amazing isn't it? Yes Absolutely amazing. I was just I was just uh, uh, reading the other day about the fact that when your heart needs to pump the blood to your brain, so it's going against gravity. Mm. But when you put your head on the ground, it's like a smooth part. It's a downward slope. So, and it's, it's actually now been proven by science. Uh, I think I mentioned the scientists' names in the book, mm. where they find that uh, that there is a change in the the, the entire mechanism of the body when when your forehead is it's on the ground mm. you know it, it, it's, uh, and and this is what science is discovering now and, and i have to say but when i read these things or i see it on on the on the screen or something then i sit here and i laugh and i say oh, yeah 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 you're finding this out now and we knew this 1400 years ago Absolutely. it's actually amazing that they find these things now yeah so. yes I mean, unfortunately we have to wind things down but not without doing the commercial and <laughs> uh, a number of people on the whatsapp line are saying Shafiq, the cost, the cost. How much is the book? Because I think people want to buy The Secret of the Prayer by Yasmin Khan. How much is okay. the book and where can they get it? Okay, uh, the book costs 200 rand. Mm-hmm. So if they purchase the book from me, uh, a percentage of the sales goes towards the completion of a masjid and library. Mm-hmm. So they can make a niyat for Isali Sawab. And then the book is available at Timbuktu Books and Savant's Creations. All right, right. Timbuktu Books, Savant's Creations, The Secret of the Prayer by Yasmin Khan, 200 bucks. It's well worth it. And of course, uh, uh, with Ramadan uh, looming upon us, it's a beautiful, it's the read that you have to do for Ramadan. And of course, you can catch Yasmin Khan's writings in Muslim Views on a monthly basis as well. Yasmin Khan, it's been a pleasure chatting to you. Uh, thanks for joining us and everything of the best uh, for the secret of the prayer. Shukran so much, uh, Shafiq, and assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.